Grace, peace, and mercy is yours from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Our message today is based mostly on the gospel that we just read to you from Luke, but also on the uh, section from the 18th chapter of Genesis. And you'll understand why I have both. This morning, one of the things that I'm going to pass on to you is with these two different passages in Scripture, one Old Testament and one New Testament. Both these passages seem to zero in on the individual who is with Jesus or the individual who is with who is Abraham. And you'll find that there are two different parties that we talk about here in Genesis 18. That is one where these uh, three men, these three angels come to Abraham. He's sitting under a tree or next to his, uh, the opening of his tent, and they come to, to visit Abraham. Now, who are these people? Who are these angels? Well, they're pretty well we know where, where two of them are. They're regular angels. But who's that third one? Is it a, a special angel of the Lord? Most of us believe it is Jesus himself in the Old Testament. Was Jesus in the Old Testament? Of course. Yeah, he wrote the scriptures, really. But here we have these three men come to Abraham, and what does Abraham do? He yells to his wife and his servant, kill the fatted calf. And he said, put before this, this, uh, these, these three men food and bring water so I may wash the feet of these three angels. Well, see, that was kind of a custom in the Mideast. Uh, as you know, they wore sandals. But I don't, I don't have any sandals. But they wore sandals. And what, what happens to the feet when you wear sandals when traveling the countryside? They get dirty, don't they? So the custom was to have water so they can wash the feet of the guests to continue that hospitality. That was the Mideast. The other incident is our text this morning, and it is from Luke, and it talks about Mary and Martha. You know, I, I just love the, this passage, and I'm glad it was one that we can uh, share with you, the good news of Jesus Christ. You remember what, what Mary did? What was she doing while Jesus was there? She sat at the feet of Jesus, didn't she? She thought that was very important. But how about Martha? I love her. Dear Martha. Now, and all, you, you gals can understand this. Can you imagine Martha in the kitchen banging pots and pans and getting ready and trying to get all this stuff, trying to get the salads here and, 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 and get all, you know. That's, that's Martha. And the question I raise is this, and I hope you can answer this at the end of, of, of our message. Who are those two women were right? in what, what they uh, decided to do. You know, Mary decided to listen to Jesus because she knew he had something important to tell her. And Martha chose the kitchen. Like I said, you, women, you gals can understand that, can't you? I can say when, when we have company, I stay out of the kitchen. My, that's my wife's female cave. See, you women had a cave too, didn't you? Don't you? It's, their, it's the kitchen, and I don't say a word, and she knows that. I stay, I stay away, but then I get criticized, too. Well, you didn't help me. 
But here was Martha in the kitchen, and she comes to the Lord and says, Lord, why don't you tell me, help me have Mary help me in the kitchen. And Jesus, you know, I can, I can just hear Jesus say, Martha, Martha, that's not important. But Mary has chosen what is important for her. And Mary, you need to understand what choice you made that was not necessarily wrong. But Mary chose that which was for her. For us, I would think that, by the way, which, which one of those two do you think you are? How many of those, and I'm going to ask you this, hands up. How many of you would be like, Mar like Mary? <laughs> Thanks, Jan. <laughs> right. How many of you would be like Martha? I see more Marthas than I see Marys. <laughs> Mary chose to listen to Jesus. And we need to have that same attitude. Why do we have worship services every week? To listen what Bill read. To listen to what God has to say through his word. That's why we're here. We are here to, to listen to what Jesus says when he says, your sins are forgiven. To me, that, those words, those four words, are four of the most beautiful words of scripture. And we need to hear that every day. We need to hear God telling us he loves us. Hospitality. We, we try to do that in our life, don't we? We have guests at our house, and here we have guests, here we have visitors, and we want to be hospitable toward, to them. And that follows scripture too. Now, be, just because Abraham chose one way and Mary and Martha chose the other way, was any one of those two more important than, than others? Was what Abraham did for the, with those angels, was that important? It was, because he served them. He was, they came to his house, and he took care of them. And here, in this building, when you come here, you are taken care of. We have the worship service. We have the songs which we sing. We have Ruth at the, at the organ or at, at, at the keyboard. Those, and we have Paul back there telling me what to do. He, he keeps me off the air and on the air. We have those, and... There, there, there are many opportunities here that we can serve Jesus, that we can be servants of Jesus Christ. And sometimes there are other things get in the way, don't they? I think the, was it the last time I preached here? I said when, when I was much younger, before in, in, in college, uh, I used to go to St. Mattress Church. St. Mattress Church. Listen to Pastor Pillow <laughs> talk about the rumbles of the bed. I admit that. I did that. But I was, in, I was there. I was in church. And this was up in Minneapolis. You know, I was at St. Paul. So I learned from that, too. And I learned that we need to be here in this building. How many times in my ministry I have heard people tell me, oh, Pastor, I can worship uh, God on the golf course. I can worship God doing this. I can worship God doing that. When have you ever heard a golf ball tell you 
your sins are forgiven. Now think about that. And I use the word, I use that golf ball, but that's, that's a, a good example of what we have here. But there are many other things that somehow get in the way of us serving Jesus Christ. Jesus came to serve us. He came to die for us. He came to, to go to the cross for us. He came to rise <coughs> that, uh, that he will show that death is not the end of the story. Sin, death, and the devil are all defeated because of that resurrection of Jesus Christ that Easter morning. It all depends on that. If Jesus wouldn't have died, if Jesus wouldn't have been risen from the dead, where would we be? We'd be the sorriest people on earth. But we believe that Jesus rose from the dead. That is the key to the whole Holy Week and Easter scenario. Jesus rose from the dead. And because he rose again, <coughs> that, that, that he rose, you, because you are a child of God through baptism, through water, you are a child of God, and God the Father has forgiven you because of Jesus. You know, that when, when I look at that, that, that scenario, I just see a loving father. I see a father who takes better care of me than I do myself. And that's a fact. He has taken so good care of me that I told Paul a while ago when he asked me, he said, how old are you? I said, I'll be 80 in a couple of weeks. I mean, a couple of months. He said, you don't look 80. He said, you look 85. Oh! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm only kidding. And a number of people have said that. And our own children have said, Mom and Dad, you look better now than you did 10, 15 years ago. Isn't that a, that's a compliment. And it, it tells me that God takes care of me from the time I'm born, the time I'm conceived, to the time he calls me home. And he, says, he does the same thing for you. That's the love of the Father. And too many distractions, unfortunately, in our life may negate from our position looking to him. Have any of you had a week, had a week that you had no problems? Have any of you had a, a week where there was no, no uh, di dis uh, not disgusting, but instances that really were not good? Anybody had those? I never had them. And let me, let me tell you. In the ministry, in my position, the devil works on us like you wouldn't believe. He works on you too. And that's why Jesus had to come. That's why you heard from the that's why you heard from the gospel. You hear from the gospel how God is so concerned about you that many of us who are losing our hair, he knows every hair on our head, doesn't he? When I when I lose a couple, he knows that too. And so the choices I make in my life as a Christian sometimes are very, very difficult, very problematic. But I'd just like to read to you something that, to me, is very, very special. And I used this a number of years ago. In our relationship to the living Christ, if, if that is in first place, all the details of life will fall in its places. Do you believe that? It's true, isn't it? 
when, when you have, when, when your heart and mind are set on Jesus Christ, and that's Mary, this is Mary. She was set on Jesus because she knew he had something to tell her. It's just like we did this morning. The gospel has something to tell us. So that's why we're here. We're here to not only listen to that, but to put it into practice and then go down the street to the end and, and get, go off our property and tell others what we have. The second half of that problem is we must not allow our personal worries and troubles to take over our lives to such a degree that they control our relationship with Jesus Christ. Think about that. It's important, isn't it? And unfortunately, those things in life can get in your way and, and you, you, you zero in on, on, on those and you, you get so wrapped up in certain things that are immaterial to our life. Knowing Jesus is to focus on his cross and just look and be like Mary who listened to Jesus, who sat at his feet. Wouldn't that be something else? To sit at the feet of, well, you will. You will someday when you get to heaven. You will be seated with Jesus because he came to die for you. That is the good news of the gospel. And that is serving Jesus Christ. No matter what your, your profession is, serving Jesus is the primary thing which Mary saw. And Martha wasn't quite there yet. But God bless you, and may he keep you strong in your faith as you grow in Jesus Christ. Amen.